Welcome to Who Dropped the Ball. This is Raf, and today I'm joined by a great pair of boys, Xavier and Ollie. Xavier, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very good, Raf. It's always great to be back here. Obviously, we've done it before together, but yep. it just doesn't feel the same as last time. No? Yeah, so we've done a podcast before all together, so we've all got some experience. Um, Ollie, are you feeling nervous coming into this? No, I don't feel as nervous anymore. I'm feeling no. real good and I'm really happy to be here. I'm happy to hear some of these interesting stories. Yes, I'm really excited to be in the studio with you guys. Um, as it is the first episode of Who Dropped the Bowl, I thought it would suit to go around and talk about our biggest mess-ups in recent times, or yep. our biggest bowl droppings, <laughs> if you will. Um, Ollie, we'll start with you. Okay. This might sound a little embarrassing, but I was playing FIFA one time yep. with last weekend on Saturday, and I put all my good players into this pack, and I got such a bad player, and I was raging. I got so angry. <laughs> I got so angry, and yep. then I got FIFA banned for a week. When I, I was thinking, how am I supposed to get through school? Oh my god, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> but then I realized we had podcast club, so yeah. now I'm really happy because this has been really good. Yeah, well, that's yeah. interesting because we all know. My team Arsenal on top of the ladder. What can I say? Bandwagon. I'm not a bandwagon. You're a bandwagon. No, 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 no. West Ham on top. West Ham aren't even in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Xavier? What's your biggest mess um, up Well, as a goalkeeper, Raf, we both know that um, in soccer, that being beat in anything really makes you mad. Yep. So when you do it, you're just like, oh, might as well just do whatever I can. So yep. when there's a kid you don't like, Going past you, you're like, okay, well, yes. I'm not going to get the ball, so I might, as well just, too. Yeah. might as well just break his legs. Yep. So you go <laughs> slide tackle and penalty, but, yep. you know, it was worth penalty. it. Did you save it? Yeah, I saved yes. it. That's good. Good stuff. Um, I've actually got a, a joke for you guys. Oh, here it comes. Yep, so someone sent me this not too long ago, actually. So what does a DJ call his son? I don't know. Eric? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got him. Knock, knock. Yeah, who's there? Europe. Europe who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got yeah, a lot to talk that. about today, including the best possible excuse for skipping school. Well, I need that. <laughs> you need that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the grass growing too high causing outrage. Really? Which, oh, that'll wow. be interesting to talk about. Um, but first, we'll be talking about, this is the line I've been waiting all week to say, a cow gets removed... From an unfortunate place. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Who Dropped the Ball. Anyway, with our first topic, what is the most out of place thing you've ever seen in your entire life? We'll start with Ollie. Okay. So one time, it was a nice sunny day. I was walking to my friend's house. Just a normal day. I heard this weird noise. It was like, woof, 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 woof. I was like, where's a dog? I don't see any dog. I, I looked all around. Yep. And then I look I look up and there's a dog in a tree. In a tree. Yeah. How is a dog in the tree? I said to him, come down, come down. Because I, I, wanted, I wanted it to get saved. Yep. But then it comes down. It just jumps on me. It scratches me. And then by the time I look up, it's just gone. It just so disappears. He oh scratches me, causes um blood. And then he can't even be... Grateful to say sorry. So, yeah, I was ah. pretty sad. Interesting. Um, I remember I – it wasn't that long ago, actually. On a Saturday, I went for a bike ride, and it was a really weird-feeling day. There was – things were out of place, and it was really hot, but the sun wasn't out, and there were clouds everywhere, and it just felt really weird. Um, and, you know, there's – you know the manholes in the road that go down to the sewers? Yeah. Um, well, there was 
a goat in a manhole in my street. What? What? I don't know how it got there. Um, <laughs> oh my god! So I, you know, I I took a photo and a video first, obviously, but then I called animal services and then they called the fire department, and they were like trying to get the goat out of the hole, and the fireman like came over to me and he said, "Did you put this goat here?" What? And Why I was you I, got I, it from I was, a farm and just yeah, I was so confused, and I looked at him for a second. I was just like, "What? What are you talking about?" Um. And he's he like he said, "Well, have a look at this," and he pointed to it, and they got the goat out, and it only had two legs, what? like it had no back what? legs, just front what? legs. So they were like, "There's no way it could have got in here." So someone must have put it here. So yeah, that was an interesting story. Okay. Well, okay. speaking of animal encounters in weird places, yeah, I read this article of a cow getting stuck in a tree. Stuck in a tree. Yeah. Well, a crew from Hampshire and where's, of where's Hampshire? In England, 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 yeah. England. Well, a crew from Hampshire and Isle of Wight Fire and Rescue joked the incident was utterly ridiculous <laughs> after they spent over an hour trying to free the cow. Trying to free a cow? Yeah. Tree. Trying to free a cow. The animal's what? head got stuck in a tree on Chilbolton Common in Hampshire on Wednesday evening. Wow. The fire service was called at about 7.40pm and worked with an animal rescue advisor to cut the tree and free the cow. It took over three hours. Hours. Three hours oh. because of a cow in a tree. I know, it's stew. That, that is, yeah, that is interesting. Look, if that was me walking past, that's now the cow's home. I got <laughs> yeah. stuff to do. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be much help. I'd try and save it. What are you going <laughs> to do? What would you do? I don't know. Call the police or something. The police. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got lots more coming up, including the best possible excuse for school and grass grows too high, causing an outrage. You're listening to Who Dropped the Ball? Welcome back, guys, and I'd like to ask you guys a question. Go ahead. If you guys could walk into your dream job tomorrow, what would be the first thing you'd do and why? Well, yeah, I would love to be a professional soccer player. As you know, I play soccer, and I'd love to play for the best team in the Premier League, Tottenham. <laughs> They're not the best <laughs> West team. No, yes, no, no, no. Awesome you guys are awesome all awesome. just not right. Anyway, but the pressure of being a soccer player, especially a goalkeeper, would be immense. I don't know if I'd yeah. be able to even handle it. Also, the fact that mum dropping me off in the training in the morning and in the background, we love you, sweetie. It's just, oh. <laughs> I love you, mum, but not now. Yeah. My first day. Um, well, yeah, I'd like to be like a graphic designer, um, but I'd probably just like walk into the office and like I'd be really lost. But I'm sort of the person that doesn't really like mess around or like waste time. So I'd probably like sit down pretty quickly and just start working and just doing whatever. Speaking of ki- kids having jobs or teenagers having jobs really early, Ethan Nwiri became the Premier League's youngest ever player at 15 years old. 15. There are year 12s at the school who are older than him and don't have a job. Year 11s yeah. are older than him. Yeah. Some people don't even have a job and this guy's professional. He came on for Arsenal against Brentford. The attacking midfielder was playing regular under-16 football last season and has now made a senior debut. Wow. There was a lot of distractions when you're at that age and Ethan is going, is doing something that is not very common. It's very unique and he's going to get a lot of attention with a lot of people talking about him, which can bring a lot of fame and you have to, and you have to be able to handle that. It's harder said than done, especially at that age, Adu said to this um, goal website. Well, I really wish him the best. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully his friends just are friends with him just because he plays for Arsenal. I yeah. mean, hopefully not. Yeah. 
Yeah. You've got to be strict with the yeah. friend group, so I just want your money. Yeah. Well, here's a question. <laughs> what do you have to go to school in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> and would the Arsenal players tease him um, for still being in school? When yeah. he came on against Brentford, fans were chanting, you've got school in the morning, you've got school in the morning. Well, just imagine, like, Gabriel Jesus or Gabriel Martinez saying, um, have you done your homework yet? Have you done your homework yet? <laughs> you can't come to training. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have an incident where grass grows too high, causing an outrage. You're listening to Who Dropped the Ball. All right, here's a question for you guys. Um, what is the most outrageous thing you've seen in the sports field? I know you guys got some. Okay, I've got, got a good one, story. I've got one. Well, one soccer team's manager in England got cabbage thrown at him. Cabbage <laughs> just at a, a game. I don't know how, how they get him in. <laughs> why would security let people bring in cabbages to a <laughs> soccer match? Who knows? It was his last two days there, ending up with a draw against a pretty bad team that he should have done a win against, and he said. I quote, that was the most unsavoury moment of my career <laughs> that left a bitter taste in my mouth. No, I'm not sure if cabbages have a bitter taste. You might have just got might a whole mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ollie? I was watching something of a match that happened 20 years ago and a guy made an awful tackle on someone. Yeah. He got a red card. Mm-hmm. But knowing him, he was, a ma- he was a hothead. He was very angry. Yeah. Couldn't really control his emotions. He was walking off the pitch and then a fan was shouting at him, you're so bad, you're trash, how did you get a red card? You're supposed (laughs) to be supporting our team. And a normal player probably would have walked off and ignored him, but this player went up to him and Kung Fu kicked him in the face. Kung Fu kicked a fan. (laughs) Yeah, and he's banned for five matches. Only five? I know. He should have got perma banned. Yeah, that's like a lifetime ban. Oh my God. Well, the reason I asked you this question is because there's a story here, um... A championship football match was delayed after it was claimed the goals were two different sizes. So a Cardiff City coaching staff member suggested one of the goals was two inches higher than the other. Whoa. And Whoa. so Cardiff went on to win the, the match 3-1 with their third goal hitting the underside of the apparent taller crossbar before going in. <laughs> oh. So if the goal was the right size, it might not have actually been a goal. They're winning anyway. Why are they complaining? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um... In an interview after the game, the Cardiff coach said, one of the goals was too high by a couple of inches. We were initially told that we'd have to wait a couple of hours for it to sink another couple of inches. So a few hours. They can't just go move the goal. They're going to have to wait for the ground to move, <laughs> which is interesting. But So considering fans are being kicked in the face and managers are being attacked with cabbages, <laughs> my question is, do you think the officials are focusing on the wrong kind of goals and should be focusing more on checking bags for cabbages before the fans <laughs> enter yeah. the stadium. It's literally like a weapon bringing into the game. Exactly. It should be banned. That's all we have time for today. My name is Ollie with Raf and Xavier. Thanks so much for joining us here on Who Dropped the Ball and Arch D Radio Production. If you would like to hear more episodes from Who Dropped the Ball, you can check them all out at our school's own podcast page at archdradio.com. This podcast was produced by Raf. Xavier and Ollie for St. Michael's College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye. 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 See ya. Thank you.